The rate of our ascension makes statisticians feel sick. Accountants think it's iffy, they never counted so quick. Got them on Symphoniac off of Abacus for a living. Prime authors, autobiographically bastards. Pain passes, put a pain in your brain pattern. Style dropping the drums and stun all garbage. Small causes with lost off. Vibrant and tossed off. Knock them off just to get rocks off. Put a pause on all of that soft talk. Chop, chop. TikTok, you got insular hands on a Glock stop. I'm bagging a bag and I'm backing out, better back off. That's why I'm out of here, baby. Before you pop, put me down in the ground, baby. I'm running west till I'm out of this town, baby. You want your money back? Chase me. And welcome back to another episode of Wonder Confessions. Um, I would say probably a belated Wonder Confessions because I was supposed to do a show yesterday, but I was I was honestly pretty damn tired. Um, uh, you can follow me at uh, film one, film underscore Wonder at Twitter as well as Instagram. You can also follow me at uh, at Snapchat at uh, No Captain Zero. Um, you can also find my work at uh, filmwonder.wordpress.com uh, as well as the uh, filmwonder.podbean.com uh, so you can hear the podcast, latest podcast episodes. And uh, filmwonder.blogger.com will be my older work as well. Uh, my mouse hurt me, so forgive me. Um, so, yeah, um, I was tired. <laughs> like, here's what happened. Like, Saturday, um, like, I got off of my job um, at a at a fairly early time, like four thirty, five o'clock. Um I, I got off pretty much. Um like I didn't really get home until like five thirty. Um so I so I so I had all my plans get together. So basically I did all the chore all the all the things I do on Sunday I did on Saturday. You know, and I was sort of doing that sort of so I can get ahead of Spider Man homecoming so I can do all the stuff on the back end of it, right? So I, so I didn't have any. Uh, oh, sorry. So I didn't have it ca- caught up, caught up with me later on. I guess, and um, so I did all my chores and stuff, and I, you know, bought my comics, I bought, you know, I washed my clothes, got all that stuff done. And um, you know, Sunday went pretty well. Like Sunday was pretty smooth. Um, you know, I didn't really much i basically kind of just i kind of just you know played around a bit and then i just i went to uh you know the museum of discovery guys to see spider homecoming which i did and i loved it it was it was really good um it's the best part of movie i've ever seen um like i i i i'm kind of seeing some back and forth here and there about people you know people's opinions of it but i really loved it i really enjoyed it um tom holland is basically the spider-man that we've pretty much wanted um funny dynamic uh fast um y- you know very uh guilt-ridden um we got guilt-ridden spider-man in the past but we didn't get it we didn't get it in, in this motion where you know he's a kid making constant mistakes um so you know and, and i enjoyed the movie very much i kind of played around with the museum's got size a little bit uh they had this like bird bird exhibit oh, that was neat that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. They had that exhibit going on until I think um, September. <sighs> Forgive me, guys. Oh, man. So, pretty much after all of that, then I just about went home. 
um, made my food, had my had my lunch, made my move for food for the week rather. Made my yeah, made, I did everything pretty much that I had planned on doing. And then I crash. <laughs> I I got real tired. Like I I was gonna try to do a show. I made I made coffee for Christ's sakes to sort of have everything planned out, and it just it never came. It it never just came through. Um, I was like, I'm just gonna go to sleep and just to say the hell with it. Um, I'll either do a show either Tuesday or I'll just just do one of these. Like now it's Tuesday night. It's Tuesday morning anyway, so. Technically, I am doing a show on Tuesday, and um, I'm kind of now um, like I have some plans, to, like do some other stuff with the show. But I was, I'm kind of gonna just just do what I have, like on on the uh, on, on the show itinerary. So I'm, um, so yeah, uh, yeah, homecoming. Uh, Spider-Man made about $117 million. I'm going to take the official box office. Uh, see what it made. The actuals. That should be on the list. If I can find it. Uh, forgive me for the silence. Mm-hmm. So yeah, 117 million dollars. Yeah, the weekend actuals. Uh, the speaking week's number th- was number two, 33.5 million dollars. Baby Driver, uh, 13 million dollars. Uh, I don't know why this thing keeps spinning, Ben. Damn. Um, I will tell you as uh this thing's going through, it's it's a BS transition. Um, Transformers Five is doing really bad. Uh, Six point three, and, I, and I'll talk about uh, you know the, the movie trajectory in comparison to the other Transformers movies. Um, Wonder Woman is still doing fairly well, uh, roughly ten million dollars, three hundred sixty-eight million million dollars current totally in the bag. Uh, Baby Driver has about fifty-seven million dollars of that in the bag. Um, a small drop, and it's and it costs thirty-four million dollars to make, so it, it's already profitable. Um, so it, it, it did its job. Um, uh, cars three, um, I guess it's doing okay. I don't know what I'm, I don't know how much it costs. Um, it made about $5.3 million. Uh, Wolf Arrow's the house. Wolf Arrow's the house, um, is pretty much a flop. It made about, uh, it's made about eighteen point five million dollars. Uh, it made four point seven million dollars uh, week, week two. The big sick, which went to uh, got more release, um, made about three point five million dollars. Um, so it's doing pretty well. I got. I might. I might probably try to see that next weekend, or next week rather, um, to see that movie. Um, Forty seven meters down is still holding up pretty well. It uh, um, despite losing five hundred ten uh, theaters. Uh, two point seven million dollars. Uh, thirty-eight point four million dollars. Uh, the Beguiled, which I saw a week ago, I do not like that movie. Uh, two two million dollars. Uh, he's made seven point four million dollars. Um, and that pretty much rounds up the top ten. Uh, to boot, pretty much. 
Okay. Um, okay. So speaking of Sony, a Sony movie pretty much. Yo, um, the bad Sony decisions keep to continue pretty much. Um, so yeah, uh, on, I was on Twitter the other day and I saw, um, their, like their new, like sort of like buzz for this, um, emoji movie, um, which, you know, apparently does have like characters that are outside of the, um, outside of the phone, um, pretty much. And, um. I've kind of barely checked out, like, you know, previews, like, who created it or who, you know, whose idea it was, like, but this has got to be, like, the dumbest shit I have ever seen, like, come to life on, you know, in cinema. Like, to think that this thing would work has got, it's just no way. There's no way this shit's going to work. Like, you have to ask yourself. Uh, I don't know how much it costs. Like, I'm I'm looking for the cost right now. Uh, Patrick Stewart is playing the poof emoji. Robert is playing the ice cream emoji. Sophia Vergara is playing Flamenica. Uh, uh, Christina Aguilera is playing Aikyo uh, Glitter. Uh, Jake T. Austin is playing, um, I guess he is like the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, the teenager. Uh, just uh, T.J. Miller's in this. James Corden, uh, Anna Faris, uh, good, good Lord, um, Stephen Wright, um, Jesus Christ, um, Jennifer Coolidge, oh my God, it's, it's, it's just, it, it, it's crap on crap on crap. Oh my God. This is not going to work. N- no, no, it just works. This emoji movie, just, I don't look at it, the bidding Ward had apparently with uh, Wonder Bros. Paramount. Yeah, like the fact that there was a bidding war pretty much tells me. Yeah, this is kind of in trouble. So I wonder how much of a hit this movie's going to take because I don't see this movie doing well. It's coming. It's coming out on, on July twenty twenty eighth, I believe, um, against Atomic Blonde. Which, yeah, I don't think it wants anything to do with that movie, and despite the fact that Atomic Blonde is gonna be rated R. Um, this this, this emoji movie, just no, no, this won't work. I I I don't see it. I just don't see it. And I, it just goes back to all the bad ideas Sony has as a company. I mean, other than, you know, Spider-Man Homecoming, which I would give the things to Marvel Studios for that more so than I would give um, Sony for that because we can't really trust uh, the good folks of Sony with that at that movie because, you know, they are very aching to, to, to screwing it up. Um, because they have like all these plans and all these like you know plans that sort of like six six, six to a similar formula, six particular formula. Um, 
be it Green Goblin or, you know, Sinister Six or just whatever. Like, they, they don't really have much plans with um their vision. It, it's sort of taint. It's sort of like weirdly out of whack, I think. It's, it's kind of how I feel about, um, you know, their entire company currently is just, it's a company that is just not very aware. And yeah, just quite frankly, it's, it's not even a smart studio. Um, they've lost over $700 million uh, from last year. And then you look at it and it's just like, it is, it's no wonder they are not exactly the smartest of companies. Especially when you're releasing something as 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 unimaginable as like the Emoji movie, which I would, which I would argue doesn't really take much of imagination to be quite honest, because you're relying on a lot of emoji ops maps, and it's just like, um, you guys are gonna do this? It's like, this Emoji movie won't work because, well, also another thing, they had the Angry Birds movie come out last year, so. Your idea is kind of, yeah, it's kind of null and void when you think about it. When you had that that uh, Angry Birds movie, so I, it's like, how much can this thing work? And it's like, who, you know, beats me because I can't see any of this shit working. I mean, I really, I really can't really, you know, fathom it. Um, and I was and I initially I was going to talk about Spider-Man but uh, I guess I'll just get to that like yeah Spider-Man Homecoming did very well um, um, and it kind of and Sony needed it to do well because you know, like I said they're in the red and like they're you know they made lost money money from the past year and um, let's look at what, what the turns were um, I guess overseas wise uh, let's do that again uh, okay, I screwed it up. My bad. Okay, Spider-Man Homecoming internationally. It has made $256 million overseas. I mean, combined uh, with the domestic figure and the and foreign. Foreign made $339.5. Uh, domestic made $117 million. Uh, those are pretty much the final numbers of what, what it's done. And um, I'm kind of curious as to what it will do down the line so um it should do very well i think i mean hopefully um all the markets you know come out strong for it and it'll you know hopefully make a billion dollars um because it has not been a spider-man movie hasn't been, i made a billion dollars like spider-man 3 is probably the closest to like making um i think or or was it uh was it spider-man 1 i think i think it was spider-man 1 or 3 it was like one of those that you know reach the threshold of like making a billion dollars so I think uh, that's that um, so it did very well and I enjoyed like I said I enjoyed it very much um, I gotta figure out one more review for it because um, I'm kind of crammed between the beguiled and baby driver so I'll, I'll have to put those out some sometime soon um to get something out for the show. 
uh, for um, you know for the Wonder Brand. Um, I guess quickly. Um, so yeah, the writing's going okay, but um, like I said, I, I'm gonna probably need to stress myself a little thin to probably you know get certain work done. You know, just do writing and you know, make sure it's it's pleasant. Um. So I guess I'll quickly go to the show. Um, um, sorry, it's going to be another kind of an abbreviated show, but I'll do my best to sort of stretch it. I guess um, at least Silverstone had his like one article about um, one woman and, and uh, how she makes the, the claim that the, there have been many movies with female leads, which um, I had to kind of just throw it out there as like um, name name the movies with um all the female leads and um Margaret toward you would be like um you can't say the brave one um uh, the brave one signs of lambs um see now I'm trying to think it's like see see I'm kind of like there's not very many like female leads like because Hollywood is such a sexist fucking industry that they don't really give a shit about say female leads. So there's like a video of her, I guess, talking to, to People Magazine, and I'm guessing I don't know what the hell she's trying to promote because um, that uh, that recent Whippy Kid movie didn't do it very well, and she was like, I remember like the only pop pub she kind of gave was uh, she was she was driving at the end of the Speedway with uh, you know, some of the crew members over there. But uh, let's play this audio. It's like if you have the numbers backing it up, then, you know, it can, that sort of mentality can follow suit, Mm -hmm. I think. So, and that's, I think, what the perception can can sort of be. You know, we've clearly seen that the audiences have gone to see this film. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, finally they're seeing it. Women are fantastic. But before, before <laughs> Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman, before Wonder Woman, there have been many movies with female leads. I mean, so I get a little confused about the. Com- I understand that we women are not in a place where we are. Uh, this is what our show is about. That you know, in the seventies, even though there had been so much progress, we you see w- uh, women. My character who loses everything and is completely dependent on her husband and. Watching my my parents and that generation, seeing it where, you know, you can't have a checking account without a man. You can't have, uh, you can't do it. Apparently, they're promoting some show on, um, 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 I guess I don't know what the name of the show. I'm trying to figure out if if it's stated here um, on the on the article. Uh, American Woman. Uh, it's, it's based on the life of uh, Will Rice Lives of um, Bobby Hill's star, Kylie Richard. So, yeah, um, so she is promoting this American Woman show, and they're kind of talking. And I, and I saw, it looks like Mina Savar was like one of the other women talking about, uh, you know, women in, women in the industry. And, and uh, I'll continue, I'll let this continue. Anything without your man, you are nothing. <laughs> and so it's really interesting because we think in the 2017, I think in 2017, like, oh, that was so long ago. But in the seven, like 70s sound too recent that it wouldn't be like that. But it actually was. And it's really interesting. But I, we have made strides, of course, 
because I think about, well, what about all those wonderful com- comedians who are females who have had massive hits? And there's a Bridesmaids, and um, there's a movie out right now that's like tons of girls. Scarlett Johansson and... Yeah, and yeah, yeah I'm yeah, sure yeah. it's Keep killing it, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Rough Night, I believe, has not uh, been killing at the box office. Um, if I can look up the numbers for Rough Night. Um, let's see. Rough Night, Rough Night is... Uh, Roughly uh, bombed at the box office, and I can't find it anywhere. Uh, currently, oh, found Rough Night. Rough Night barely made its budget back. <laughs> Imagine that it's killing at the box office by making one one point five million dollars barely over its budget in week four, as it as it dropped a measly seven nine percent from the past week. So. So much for killing it, Alicia. So much for killing it. I don't know, but I just feel like over the years there was Mean Girls. There, there was Clueless. There, over the time we have had, there's been. There was Nine to Five. There was Working Girl. Um, you know, there's. Uh, I'm trying to think of another. Uh, God damn it. Um, see, even I'm struggling to think the name like other. Um, I, I guess I'm not going to go any further. Um, I guess what she's trying to make the argument is that, like, you know, that she's surprised that uh, there are that well, there are very successful female movies. It's like, I don't think there are, if you think about it. Like, because the moment, let's say, Brave One, which I brought up earlier, which you know, I'm sure you were here. I was like, you know, it was a it was a female led movie with uh, Jodie Foster. It didn't do very well. And uh, Warner Brothers, uh, you know, got to a point where they didn't want to do a movie with another, with another female lead. And then Blindside happened. And Blindside made all that money and, you know, you know Sandra Bullock reinvented herself. And um, lo and behold, we got, um, she got gravity. She got a, she got some other, she got the heat. And, you know, she was able to stretch herself, you know, to do other things in the industry. Um, but, you know, that is so far in between. Um and um, you know, you know, speaking of it, like you, you got to sort of like you know go way down the list and you know try to find like other you know female led movies that aren't exactly you know anchored by you know white women pretty much, which um it kind of I mean, a lot the optics of the interview kind of sound like you know it was women, but it's not really you know certain types of women you know black women you know Latino women um uh Asian women um like those groups aren't well represented, you know, just listening to that. So you got to think, you know, longer, hard, it, like female leads. It's like, it, it all depends on how it all comes together, but it also come how's you know, is relying on this, on the studio to, you know, give a shit about these platforms. So women get a chance to, to, you know, to shine, to, to do what they want to do. Um, I got a couple more other articles. Um, oh, uh, yeah, Transformers. Uh, look for that right fast. So yeah, Transformers Five has uh, been a colossal disappointment for Paramount Pictures. Uh, why would I think colossal when um, the following movies have made a bunch of mother money? Well. Transformers 5 has made about $118 million in three weeks. 
probably thinking, oh, that's not that's not that's not too bad, right? But yeah, then you have to actually, you know, juxtapose the plot. I mean, the, not the plot, but the budget. Two hundred seventy-two million dollars. <laughs> Currently made overseas. It hasn't even made five hundred dollars yet. Five hundred million dollars yet. Yeah. Transformers four made about one point one billion dollars. Yep, not a hyperbole. Eight hundred fifty-eight point six one four nine nine six million dollars by itself. It's two, it was two forty-five here. Okay. So I keep looking for these. So I keep looking through these numbers. Um, sorry, I got a little distracted there. Um, yeah, there's no way in hell this movie will even eclipse. And and I should know Transformers Five was going to be in some trouble because they didn't even release the movie traditionally. They released it on a, on a Wednesday or Tuesday, which is like, hmm, it's a peculiar way to add, you know to release your movies like. I would have figured, hey, you would have gave it some shot, but they didn't. So, kind of hard to pinpoint, you know, what were they thinking? Because I really couldn't tell you. Um, but I just, I just, I do know it's it's not in good shape, and it's gonna be, it's easily gonna, it, it probably, it probably only make one hundred thirty million dollars domestically. It'll probably make to one twenty five, one twenty seven. Yeah, it's losing too much steam already. Like it's in week three, and and barely, you know, people have saw that shit. It, it, yeah, man, it's it, it ain't looking good. So um, well, so much for Transformers. Mm. Jurassic World's got a new cast. Um, some old comers and newcomers. Um, Jeff Goldblum. I'll just quickly just go to just you know go through it and um, of course Chris Pat's coming back. Um, um, of course John, you know John, um, uh, Jeff Goldblum's coming back. Oh, what's coming back? Uh, f- you know from uh the Lost World. I see Taylor Dean is uh, gonna be a, a new cast member. Um, James Cromwell's a new cast member. Bryce Dallas Howard's coming back. Uh, who else I can sort of uh, go through? Toby Jones is uh, coming coming in for the first time. Um, yeah, of course, T-Rex. <laughs> uh, uh, BD Wan returns. So he should be fun. Rafe's Ball from Prometheus is coming to to join in. Um, of course, I said Ted Levine already. Kevin Kevin Lane, um, he's coming in. Justice Smith from the Get Down. It looks like he's coming in. Uh, Danella Pineda, her first time in the movie, and uh, Geraldine Chaplin. Um, 
Charlie Chaplin is a uh, uh, granddaughter be in the movie, you know, but, but, you know, it's never said in what capacity what, you know, these actors will play in the movie. Um, but, um, yeah, it should be fascinating to see what happens in the movies. Okay, guys, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm really tired. Um, but I had to get a show out because, um, I didn't want to have to lose steam and, and not put something out there for people to listen to. So, um, I'm sorry I'm kind of cutting it short, but, um, yeah, I'm pretty gassed at the moment, um, but, um, I, I appreciate y'all listening, so I'll leave, I'll leave, I won't really leave y'all with a, with an end music song, I'll probably just say, um, um, you can follow me at, um, Hall 24, oops, sorry, wrong account, uh, Film Wonder. Film underscore wonder at twitter.com and Instagram. Um, and oh, now I forgot my other credentials. Um, uh, film wonder dot uh, wordpress.com, film wonder dot um, blocker.com, and film wonder because that uh, Gorkovia. I don't know. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I'm getting real tired, and um, I don't want Falsy on the show. So I'm going to call it a night. Um, Stefan, the film wonder, signing off. Uh, y'all have a good one. Peace.